Hello, I'm your host, Andrew Mahalovich, and I interview comedians, improvisers, and other compulsive liars about things they know nothing about. This is Instant Expert. Thanks, everybody, for coming out to Foam tonight. Come see the show. Yeah, you excited? Got a bunch of great comedians tonight. Uh, we're going to start the show off with this, uh, as Christian said, it's a podcast that I host. It's called Instant Expert. And I, uh, I travel all around the country uh, with a, you might have seen backstage, there were just a hundred, uh, just a throng of people standing back there. That is my stable of experts that I bring with me everywhere I go. And what I do is I get a suggestion from you guys, uh, what, you, what topic that you want to hear about, what things going on in this world interest you that you want to hear from an expert about. And so tell me what you want to hear, and then we'll bring the person out. So what's, what, what's on your mind tonight, Foam? NBA playoffs? <laughs> Our, what's, what's that? Taxidermy? Okay. Perfect. We have a taxidermist expert backstage right now. Actually, he's right up here. It's Joe McAdam. Give it up for him. Oh, boy. Hey, thank you, Andrew. Thank you, guys. Sure. Yeah. Have a seat. Grab the mic. And All right. Yeah. Okay, so expert on taxidermy. Yeah, I'm We're an expert on taxidermy. Absolutely. Um, I hope we've all uh, we've all filed our taxes this year, and uh, <laughs> we all should be in good shape. If that's the case, that'll be great. So, taxes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. These. I, I don't I don't mean to think that I hope you didn't think I was mixing up those words. Uh, no, I, I, no, like taxes on your stuffed animals. Like yes, that's what oh. I was referring to. Okay, this is yeah, this is a this is a big issue. Yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. Making sure the so what's what why why does not to get too, you know, political here about taxes and stuff, but why why does the US government need to tax our stuffed animals? Well, ever since we elected Barack Obama Yeah, exactly. Who's we, huh? <laughs> Not my America. I remember the glory days of uh, George W., and then uh, we never had to pay one, uh, one red cent on those uh, taxidermy animals that we had. Yeah, when I thought this was America, but I guess it's uh, go fuck yourself, Stan, huh? I, I can see this is a very, very uh, touchy subject for you. Um, what so how how it what is your involvement with taxidermy like what hands on what do you do? Oh, I I uh, walk by a taxidermist place every day on my way to work. Okay. Yeah. And George Bush factors into. Oh, so his I just I just I just look at that every day, and then uh, I notice that there's fewer and fewer taxidermied animals there since Barack Obama's been elected. And I feel like that's got to be related, so. 
<laughs> I'm glad that we're, this is now a real rally. <laughs> I so I I'm do you, I guess what I'm struggling with here is um, my understanding of taxidermy as all of uh, just the base level taxidermy is it's involved with taking dead animals, stuffing them, making them look lifelike. Yeah. Um, I, I just wondered if you could speak to that. Uh, sure. I mean, I'll tell you this. I like it when they stuff the animals to make them look surprised. <laughs> it's probably my favorite kind of taxidermy. I like it. I like when they look like. Yeah, that's that pretty is, cool. That is that is very cool. <laughs> Those are my favorites, like a surprised bear or or a surprised snake. Like, oh, all these taxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what can what can we do? What can we as consumers do? Uh, I guess to fight back. Well, there's some literature that I have that I want you guys to read. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with the French Revolution, um, but I am piecing together a movement. Um, I don't want to say coup, but it's a coup. So you're, let me get this straight, your, your position is to, you're, you're attempting to overthrow the President of the United States of America? Yes, based on the lone platform of, I'm noticing fewer taxidermied animals. I think that's a great or reason to assassinate the President. <laughs> and how... Have you gained any sub momentum, some support with your, your cause? I mean, is there anyone with you on this? Well, let's be honest. It's not the most popular opinion. Um, no, no I'd, I'd say it's not. There's basically like me and like one man in a green shirt at a coffee shop. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> I feel, I, as I, I, I try to remain neutral, um, in these interviews, but I just have to feel that I have some moral qualms with um, assassination of any type, really. Well, I mean, you make it sound like it's so shitty, you know? <laughs> it's one guy. People die every day. I don't get the big deal. I don't know. We could maybe taxidermy the president after the fact. And... I don't, I don't know if... <laughs> um... I'll, I'll allow it for this. <laughs> Self-assassination? Auto-assassination? Sue-assassination? Sue <laughs> I feel like that's not even a question that makes any sense. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, from now on, no more questions from the audience. Um, please uh, keep your remarks for uh, after after the show. You can talk to our experts backstage. So what's what's your your... So once this, the president is assassinated, yes. what's your next step? Well, I feel like I should probably buy some sawdust um, and then learn how to taxidermy. I... Maybe take a class. I, um... I, I, I'm not an expert, all right? <laughs> I, this is what I'm getting at. I, I brought you up here because I um, thought maybe you... Uh, had some expertise in taxidermy. Um, you just seem sort of like a guy who had, has trouble with a lot of things. Well, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this. No um, one wants to interview you when you say you're an expert in wanting to murder the president. That's a good so point. So you say you're an expert in taxidermy, well, okay. and then here we are. Okay, so you're an expert in murdering the president. Well, 
thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> okay. What are your thoughts? What, how, do we, how do you do it? Where, where, where do you strike? Well, I feel like I could probably get a big bear trap and put it in the woods. <laughs> and just like, you know, put some bait in it, like whatever bears eat. <laughs> Fish or honey, I don't know. That's, that seems like a good way to trap a bear. Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm kind of curious about how you would go about trapping a president. I don't know if you know who the president is. Uh, noted bear, Barack Obama. So Barack Obama is a bear in our White House. We elected the electorate. I what feel is, like I'm on crazy pills, Andrew. What do you... Go, sorry, I didn't... <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is news to me. This is actually shocking news. I... I mean, I, when I went to the voting booths, my very, very baseline requirement for who I'm voting for is humanity. Like, they have the just basic... Oh, sure, yeah. So you know, you're going to want to vote for the, for the human. Uh, <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> I guess America got duped. Uh, I suppose so. How, how do you think... This gets back to um, having an informed electorate in our country... Um, how do we educate people in the event of ursine political presidents, political candidates? Well, I'll tell you, it's, a, uh, it's really kind of a brave new world out there. This is our first bear president. Um, I don't know if we can expect to see any more, but I think they're becoming more and more brazen in how close they're getting to our homes these days. So the closer the bears get to your house, the more likely they are to assimilate with you, put on masks, and wear suits. And outside of Barack Obama, is this something that is a common occurrence? There's 18 other bears in the Senate and Congress. <laughs> I've made a grizzly list of sorts. And I will kill all of them. I, I'm shocked, to say the least. Well, um, I know it's a bombshell. <laughs> Listen, I know. I... I mean, I don't trust your expertise in taxidermy, but clearly your expert expertise in bears is apparent. And I find this, I guess going back, okay, so the, the idea of bear traps in the woods. Do they go back to the woods? Every Do night, these? yeah, President uh, Barack Obama. That's fair to call him that. Uh, I, th I think so. He sneaks away into the woods to get his dirty mitts on that sweet, sweet honey. <laughs> I, I have to say this, this interview took a bit of a turn. Um, I guess to wrap it up, what, what do we do? What do we do to fight. One man can't fight Barack Obama alone. I don't think so. Well, I have set up a kiosk outside of a Dave and Buster's just outside of town. I have some pamphlets and information out there. Um, and you know what? Uh, they've actually given me a few uh, free skee-ball tickets for Dave and Buster's, so like bonus, you know? Would you distribute these skee-ball tickets amongst those who are with you and join your car cause? 
I mean, I've got, I've got like 20, so yeah. You heard it here, folks. If you want to stop the ursine menace in our country and play some skee-ball, Joe is your guy to talk to. Joe McAdam, thank you very much thank for you being an expert. It's a pleasure. All right, well, this has been Instant Expert. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Instant Expert. This podcast is part of the Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast Network, so check out some of our other podcasts. There's I'm the Other Guy, where I, Christian Lawrence, talk to up-and-coming comedians about times they had a one-to-one offstage experience with the greats of comedy. Check out Justin Needs a Ride, Comedian Justin Luke doesn't have a car, so we might as well interview the other comics who cart him around to shows. And of course, there's Bare Knuckle Comedy Podcast, coming later, which features audio from the comics and other performers recorded live at the longest-running independent comedy showcase in St. Louis. Bare Knuckle Comedy.